Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. May 16th, 2015, y'all. Brother Shear is moving right along. We're going to be, uh, next week, uh, Memorial Day, we're going to, we've got some commitments over that weekend, so we're going to be doing a show like Thursday night, uh, this coming Thursday, which is going to be the the 21st. From 7 to 9, we'll be out on the Hushville Black Forum. So y'all mark that down on your calendar. Facebook friends, how y'all doing? Hey, uh, I've got a great show for you this evening. You know our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Not in the sense sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. We, we come to you uh, live in a little bit color over Blog Talk Radio, y'all. Y'all want to know. Check check us out on HushvilleBlack.com. Uh, follow us from there. Get to our Facebook page. Uh, once again, welcome to the show. Uh, American Pharaoh won the Preakness today. I didn't see the race, but the same was going away. Uh, Atlanta Hawks, I'm going to send out a great uh, congratulations to them. Uh, they uh, beat Washington. Wizards sent them home packing. Now we got to face the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James, the King. We got to deal with them. I think we can get, get that thing done, but it's going to be a uh, that's going to be a real challenge. Anytime you got a uh, a dominant player like that in basketball, uh, he can make it tough on you. So I'm looking for a great, great series there. But I think the Hawks can get it done if they play their game like they did the regular season. Uh, they haven't played up to, up to par yet as far as I'm concerned, but we'll take a win any way we can get it. So right now we're on to the Eastern Conference Finals uh, for the first time, for the first time since they've been in Atlanta. Uh, so I have to uh, congratulate them on that. Uh, Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves uh, seem to be playing pretty good ball, y'all. <laughs> playing better than I uh Far better than I uh, thought they would be. Uh, uh, Played far better than I thought they would be. So I'm going to have to uh, give some kudos to them. White House. Uh, looks like uh, President and I killed somebody else over there. Some ISIS figure in Syria. Right. First time we... I have not been informed. Uh, I have been informed a little bit about how they suspected uh, high-ranking uh, uh, personnel was there. I think he was expected to be there. Uh, I think they believe... Wow. Looks like a, quite a score deal over there. That stuff ain't getting no better over there. We uh, look like we're going to be mired... 
mired down over there for the kids of future. budget. 
as critical as that corridor is, that train is to the northeast. Uh, the people up there should be uh, marching down to Washington and uh, uh, marching on, on Congress to demand that they put that money back in there. And because uh, the infrastructure needs uh, uh, improvement in the worst way throughout the country, not only there, but throughout the country, uh, uh, all the places, because not one of them. And I'm a taxpayer, like everyone else. I'm willing to, I do not want to see cuts in infrastructure, no kind of way. That uh, is how jobs are produced, one of the ways uh, how jobs is produced in this country, uh, through uh, infrastructure. The better the infrastructure you have, a country have, the more likely, uh, the more businesses is going to uh, prosper and thrive. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's still a political thing. It, that shouldn't be a political uh, debate on uh it should be, but everything since this president took office, somehow everything, everything is uh, is political. You know, everything is political. Uh, you know, it's almost unbelievable that uh, it, it's that way. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable that it's, it's that way. But, uh, you know, I think it's yeah. What's going on here? Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, it's about uh, 11 after here. We got some feedback because we, we messed around and uh, went went into something where we shouldn't have went. And uh Hey, y'all, y'all hang in there for a second. We'll be right back. Uh, uh, Get me the hush, man. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushma Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back to the Nashville Black Forum. It's about the quarter after uh, 7 in the ATL, y'all. We come to you live in Living Color every Saturday from the ATL. Uh, we've got a beautiful, uh, beautiful weekend here uh, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, just so happened, you know, uh, the more we get into uh, the closer to summer, uh, the pollen has uh, dissipated somewhat. And I may be able to uh, spend some time outside on the golf course uh, without uh, having the uh, having to deal with the pollen and so forth. So, yes, good all the way around. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you know I got to get my golf in, y'all. Hey, I got a new uh, a couple of new tricks for uh, my old fellow golf buddies. I've been putting some on them here for the last three outings. I've, uh, oh yeah, my game is getting a little better. You know, my age just don't ever get that much better. But I just, uh, I've got a new ball I found, a cheap ball, y'all. Y'all might want to. <laughs> I, I ain't doing no advertising for nobody, but I did find a, a cheap golf ball that uh, seemed to be working for me. I ain't giving away no secrets out here on the area. Not free. <laughs> I ain't good away. No free secrets, y'all. Don't even try it. Don't even try it. <laughs> Some of my golf buddies might be listening in, so I can't. Uh, I can't uh, give out any trade secrets over the air. That is. Hey, we got a free call in, y'all. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. If y'all want to call into the Hushmo Black Forum, you can. We'll uh, we don't take many calls. We will take one or two. If y'all got something to say? Uh, where we at this evening? Uh, we did congratulate the Hawks. Okay, we got that out the way. Uh, uh, how many of y'all is out there on Facebook and the internet and tweeting and stuff? That that thing's gotten to be really, really uh, precarious uh, uh, platform. Uh, ISIS and everybody else is using it. all kind of nefarious uh, uh, undertakings there. Uh, they recruiting and all kinds of things going on on that internet. So you all, I urge you to be careful out there. It's, it's a lot of stuff going on on the internet. Um, and I've been on the internet since uh, it's uh, inception. Me and uh, Al Gore invented it. <laughs> Me and Al Gore invented the internet, y'all. <laughs> Man, yeah, we... we <laughs> We've been around on the internet since 1990, y'all. Uh, since whenever it came into into being, we worked in IT uh, for 40 years. So yeah, I really have been around it since uh, its inception. Uh, but uh, nowadays, this thing has gotten to be has gotten to be crazy. So much information, so much uh, stuff is going on. Just about everything that occurs. Uh, 
uh, happens over the internet. I mean, you can't. Uh, and if you uh, if you got something you don't want nobody to know, don't put it out there. <laughs> if you got something you want to hide, don't put it out there on the internet anywhere. I'm telling you that. Right don't put it on the internet, y'all. Uh, because real get revealed. <laughs> yes, it will. Uh, ain't no secrets out there. Uh, there's no there's no secrets out there at all. Shoot, I don't know. I uh, uh, and I'm out there all the time. I mean, I, I I like I said, I worked in IT for 40 years. And I retired about eight years ago. No, eight years now. It's been eight years. April 30th, uh, 2007. So wow, I've been retired eight years now. And uh, since that time, I. Uh, I found myself out there on the internet uh, more and more. Well, when I retired, you know, I, I, uh, it didn't have anything to do with my time, so I was on the internet all day uh, doing research. I started writing, uh, uh, doing a lot of research on the internet, so I found myself on the internet. I, you know, six, seven, eight, eight hours a day, sometimes even more, uh, sometimes. Uh, drinking, uh, got in the habit of drinking uh, uh, Patron when I first retired. I got into Patron uh, tequila. And boy, <laughs> I'd get up in the morning, uh, would have opened up a little quarter of Patron, and before the day was over, the Patron was gone, and I was still on the computer drunk, and then came back, got back sober again. <laughs> I, uh, the wife came in the computer room one day and seen I had about 12 Patron empty balls stacked up. <laughs> uh, that was the end of my Patron days. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I, I've always, I've always uh, been quite uh, active out there on the internet. I know my way around it pretty well, so I don't have uh, too much of a problem. I mean, I ain't got nothing to hide. I ain't nothing to be. But uh, I do know how to uh, keep the stuff that I don't want out there off of there. <laughs> and that's rule number one. Things that you don't really want on the internet, don't put it out there. Because <laughs> anything you put out there is, gonna, is in the public domain. And there's no such thing as you uh, hiding it uh, any longer once you get it out there. Uh School is over, y'all. I'm on spring, not spring break, because I'm, well, yeah, it is break. I'm on spring break until I go back to summer school. We've got about another couple of weeks. June 1st, I'll be back at it. Uh, I'll be back at it. Really, uh, I'm really enjoying myself in school, uh, learning some uh, new skills. <laughs> I'm not learning any new skills, y'all. Just keeping my mind active, really. I uh, take it. I'm in line to get a uh, degree in African American studies uh, for no particular reason other than my own edification. You know, I just want to know about my people uh, as much as I can about my people. And uh, that's why I'm in school again. And uh, I like to write about uh, 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 Americans of African descent. I like to write about their history. So, yeah, 
that's why I'm in school to enhance my writing skill. And I'm really enjoying it. I got through algebra. I still got to take college algebra. That was just a uh, <laughs> refresher course. <laughs> now I, I've got another algebra course to take. <laughs> and uh, I'm, re- I'm going to do that in the fall. I'm going to take the summer off. I'm going to leave algebra alone, but it is going to be in it. So, you know, I never did catch up, but it did somewhat catch on to it. Yeah. <laughs> I caught on. Uh, in fact, I enjoy uh, math. I do, and I did to learn to enjoy it because everything, everything revolves around math, just about. And you'd be surprised at how much uh, uh, your life is impacted by uh, mathematics. Uh, but. Uh, I got a B in algebra and an A in uh, African American culture. Uh, oh yeah, I, you know I've lived almost uh, three quarters of a century, so it was stand the reason that uh, I do well in that. Uh, just from the science of observation, along with. Uh, Just from the science of observation alone would uh, allow me to uh, Watching a movie. 
You know, something something is wrong with that. You cannot be uh, uh, watching a movie while you're driving a car. Huh? But uh, I don't know. Somebody reared the thing. My better half there, and she's uh, still uh, kind of recuperating from that. Uh, she's doing a lot better. Now, that's a scary thing uh, out there on these highways. Y'all be careful. Uh, pay attention. Please do not text and drive. <laughs> do not text and drive, y'all. Wait until you stop uh, for all that. Uh, hey, y'all, it's about uh, 7.30 here in the ATL. About 26 minutes after 7. We're going to take another pause. For the calls here, y'all. Y'all hanging there. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
he has led a sheltered uh, life or uh, or has just uh, really overlooked our history uh, when, they, uh, when it comes to America's African descent uh, and how uh, we are uh, viewed here and uh, why uh, that economic uh, uh, inequality exists, how that gap got to be, how those people in Baltimore got to be uh, so uh, so economically uh, deprived. Uh, that just didn't happen overnight, folks. That just didn't happen overnight. That happened over a period of 100 years after that Civil War was over. That was a 100-year uh, process, a deliberate, uh, uh, a deliberate process of denying America's African descent, uh, 14th Amendment uh, uh, protection, a deliberate process of denying America's African descent, uh, 14th Amendment protections that had all uh, <coughs> that had uh, a lot to do with uh, the economic uh, inequalities that we have today. Those uh, separate equal laws that deprived us economic uh, equality in the workplace had a lot to do with what's going on in the country today. And everybody's uh, talking about, oh, yeah, they spent $15 billion in Baltimore uh, on school. That's, you know, forget all of that. Pay people uh, 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 for the injuries suffered over 100 years of uh, uh, discrimination in this country. Reparations, what uh, 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 I'm talking about. Reparations is what I'm talking about. If you take away someone's uh, 14th Amendment uh, right uh, uh, for protection uh, for 100 years, as ours, the Americans back in since were uh, under Plessy uh, for 100 years, uh, yeah, you got the problem that we have today, and nothing is going to get us out of there short of uh, uh, paying for the, uh, the injuries that are caused by the state laws. The state, that's federal and individual state. Laws that deprive uh, uh, citizens of uh, equal access throughout the society. And now they're running around, oh yeah, why is this? Why is everything is hunking door? Everything is over up and up. It's just a bunch of lazy people over there doing this and that. No uh, husbands are not there. Uh, 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 single family households. There's a reason for all of that stuff, yeah? There's a reason for uh, uh, so many uh, Americans of African descent being born into uh, single parent homes. All the males are locked up in jail because of. Uh, discrimination. Oh yeah, you can blame it all. I blame it all on that. Yeah, uh-uh. you can't just take a snapshot of uh, today and say uh, uh, this is the way it is. Yeah, it's a long process here. We got a four uh, hundred year history that we have to look at. But mainly, I look at uh, history after the Civil War, after the Thirteenth, Fourteenth, and Fifteenth Amendment was included in their Constitution. I just look at that history from 1865 to 1965, that 100-year period. That 100-year period tell you everything you need to know about uh, uh, where we are economically. 
just study that history, that part of our history. Uh, if you want a clue, read my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Read my book, and it'll uh, tell you a lot about uh, uh, some of the causes for the economic inequality and how separate equal, uh, some of the separate equal laws impacted uh, the lives of uh, Americans of African descent. Read my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Go to hushmoblack.com. You can find it there. Three ninety nine for a digital version of it. I urge everybody to read it. Anybody on Facebook, tell your friends about it. Go to my website, read that book. It's eye opening. Uh, and you know, not because I put it together. It's just a bunch of essays and uh, documents, uh, 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 historical facts that uh, we put together, telling the story of. Uh, the injustices that uh, occurred uh, after 1865 and how they affected uh, the economic status, the social status of America's veterans, and why there's a why uh, we are owed. Reparations. Now we don't have to re- go and relitigate anything. We uh, litigated that for ninety years until uh, Thurgood Marshall and his team uh, got it overthrown, got Plessy set aside in 1954. We don't have to go back to court. All we got to do is petition the court. All we have to do is petition that court today. All those primary corporations, no such thing as a statute of limitations because, in my mind, uh, there's no statute of limitations on, on uh, genocide. On genocide, there's no statute of limitations on genocide. Hundreds of black folks died during that hundred year period through. Lynching, mob lynching, and just plain old murder. Uh, yeah. So we we uh, if you want to get uh, to the root of the cause, go back and look at our history and act on it. Don't talk about it. Don't come up with talk about uh, we wasted money here and there. Don't waste it. Pay the people directly who was affected uh, by reparations. Pay, uh, hey, we uh, need to stop uh, uh, talking uh, this old double talk and, uh, and speak plain, plain English to uh, the powers that be. Speak plain English to the powers that be. Let them know uh, our beef, what it is that uh, we're looking for. Not for slavery. I don't want reparations. Now, a lot of us do advocate uh, for reparations uh, for slavery. I'm not one of those. I'm not uh, one of those advocating for uh, reparations for slavery. So let's get that straight. That's not me. I'm advocating for reparations 
on the grounds of 14th Amendment uh, violations. That's my argument. And it's all in my book. Uh, you ain't, don't have me talk about it. Uh, uh, go out there and read about it. I got it all down in black and white. My argument for reparation is down in black and white. My book, Racism and Hate in American Reality, and also got to make the same argument in the water for the life and trials of Jimmy C. Cameron. I make uh, the argument for reparation in everything that I write uh, and everything that I will write going forward. I'll always, I'll always I'll talk about uh, reparations. Uh So I don't know. We we uh, hopefully we can get past uh, where we at today. But I I, I know we're not going to get past the wall. We got this president in office. Uh-uh. We're not going to get past. Well, we got this president in office. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, you know. Got to uh, 
go into this this big uh, discussion about the why it's bad, or he's he's acting like this emperor or something. I don't I don't know I don't understand. But the, this latest treaty, I guess, dealing with Asian Pacific countries, some eleven country uh, Asian Pacific nations, uh, in it. This now that. That NAFTA did take a lot of American jobs, but, you know, I don't know. This president didn't have anything to do with NAFTA. He wasn't nowhere around when NAFTA was created. He says that uh, this one is going to be different. i got to take his word for it. I've got to take his word for it. i got to take his word for it. He says it's going to be different. Now we'll see. Tam's gonna <laughs> Tam is gonna take him on and uh but over time, uh if we open up more markets for Americans companies to uh ship their goods, uh that does create jobs. Now, you know, obviously uh the ripple the ripple effect of that uh should create more American jobs. Uh but but the last time we had such an agreement, this NAFTA thing uh, decimated our uh, manufacturing uh, infrastructure and decimated it. So hopefully uh, there's better protections built into this uh, trade agreement. The president said that there is. Uh, better, better agreements to protect uh, the workers here in this country. Should be quite a, a push to the manufacturing companies here. He went to Apple or Nike, and uh, Nike said they was going to bring some ten thousand jobs back here to this country to produce some of their wares here, which is good. Uh, other U.S. companies should uh, follow suit, seeing as how they sell a lot of the products here in this country. Uh, but, but, but I understand, you know, why we need trade. We need trade because uh, uh, we can't just make everything here and buy everything here. We got to bring the work to get in with the rest of the world there, interact with them, and uh, trade agreements is how you go about doing that. How you, on a international scale, you have to have trade agreements with the various countries of the world. And uh, we, as far as I know, as far as I can see, that's what this president is uh was trying to do with this uh, TPC deal, but it has to it has to protect uh, American workers. I understand that, and we're all for that. 
we uh, been uh, been out to uh, oh shoot, how much is that? We uh, let's see, we got somebody on the line here. We're gonna try to get them in. Hang in there, three one four. We got we got you covered. We're gonna come to you in a minute. Just hang in there for the hush mo. We're just rambling on here trying to uh, get to a break before. That's close enough here. It's about five minutes to eight, y'all, in the ATL here. We're going to take a quick pause for, for a worthy cause here, see if we can pay some bills. <laughs> Somebody beat on your say, how you going to do it out of your pocket? <laughs> hey, we'll do that, too. Uh, y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. You got me the hush mo. Advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, though. Welcome back to the Hellstone Pikes. Yeah, we had an uh, old friend of ours uh, on the line back there. He didn't have much to say on on, on the air. <clears throat> but uh, welcome back to the show here. I, 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 I did give you the news. American Pharaoh. You know, they got that horse's name spelled wrong. They got the horse's name. Pharaoh. Uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. An Egyptian king. Pharaoh should be spelled P-H-A-R-A-O-H. And they got to spell P-H-O-R-A-H. So they got the O and the A uh, uh, reversed uh, in the horse's name. But they they uh, they discovered that after I guess after they put it on the horse's birth certificate. <laughs> but anyway, that that's a pretty. Uh, 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 good-looking uh, uh, animal there. Well, you know, my favorite horse was Secretary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Secretary was the best uh, uh, race horse I ever seen. I think he still holds records at all three of those tracks. I think Secretary is still holding the record at each one of those tracks. Now, I, I ain't, ain't, I'm not going to swear to that. But I know he got it at the Belmont for sure, that mile-and-a-half Belmont. Uh, that's the last leg of that triple crown. He won that thing by 25 lengths, yeah. If you can imagine that, he won that thing by 25 lengths. And when he crossed the finish line, he was still pulling away from the field. <laughs> Somebody said if it had went another quarter of a mile, he would have left the field. <laughs> Secretariat. Yeah, Big Red, they call him. But uh, this guy, American uh, Pharaoh, uh, he done, he's won two legs now. He won the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness today. So he's got a shot at the Triple Crown. I think a firm was the last one to win that thing in 1978. And I used to, well, I've never been a real race nut, but I, I did. Uh, I used to always follow the uh, the Triple Crown. And, uh, uh, yeah, he, he's got a chance to win that Triple Crown. That's a big deal. Especially for the, the horse owner and the jockey, <laughs> they make they make some pretty good papers. Yeah, they win well. They make money. It's weird. One of them. But if you win uh, that triple crown, the owner of that horse, uh, that guy's makes some serious money uh, for that. Oh, he makes some serious paper for that for winning that triple crown. Uh, oh yeah, no doubt. I uh. Did you know blacks used to be uh, uh, the jockey used to be all black in this country? That's just a fact. Around uh, up until uh, 1900, one of a black jockey. Uh, oh yeah, as soon as money got into it, <laughs> as soon as money got into the game, uh, that all disappeared. You know how it is. If somebody's <laughs> soon as soon as money got into the game, uh, that all changed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can't find a black jacket nowhere now. You can't find a black jacket nowhere. Oh, they still in the stable. We still got stable boys. But you can't find a black jacket nowhere. I think uh, who, Man of War, 
Those old great horses back there probably, probably had black jockeys. Yeah. So there was. I'm just looking at some of the material clothes are made out of today. I went to buy some clothes. First of all, I'm shopping at Walmart. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Don't, don't, don't play the us no cheap, y'all. But I'm, I'm at Walmart today. So I'm going to pick up a couple of you know, a couple of short sleeve shirts to wear with shorts. You know, out at the Gold Lake. You don't need nothing fancy at no lake out in the middle of the woods. I'm going to go down to Walmart and pick me up a couple of uh, shirts. So I go down there. That's what I was looking through the collection. I come up on the rack. The dollar rack. <laughs> the dollar rack. They got some $9 shirts up there. Georgios. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I'm just glancing at the the brand. Giorgio's Dan Dollars. Fairly decent looking shirts, I guess, from Walmart, you know, colorful, short sleeves, just some of uh, beach type stuff, you know. I snatch up a couple of them and head off to the register. So now I got a couple of shirts for under twenty dollars here. I'm doing all right. I get to the register and look back at the label to my to my surprise, it wasn't Georgios, it was George. <laughs> I misread the label. Uh, from Georgio, uh, uh, it's George. Uh, I don't know who George is, y'all, but they sell the shirts at Walmart for $9. So, uh, yeah, I thought I had this designer. I thought I had this designer. Uh, shirt and it turned out to be not what I <laughs> not what I uh, thought it was. It just goes to show you you got to be careful when you're looking at these brands. Make sure you <laughs> spell it out. Giorgio and George is pretty close, but <laughs> and probably even closer in quality. <laughs> but you know how names uh, people get factuated by uh, names, the designer names, and all this craziness. Truth be known, there's probably not a whole heck of a lot of difference between them. There's probably not a whole heck of a lot of difference between them, y'all. Mm -hmm. You know, because I, uh, I don't know when to shop it. Walmart's clothes now. I do shop at Walmart's, and I just started doing that though. Cause I, I never was a big Walmart fan. I've never been a big Walmart fan. Uh, I was always Kmart. <laughs> I was always a Kmart shopper, you know. Mainly because uh, uh, Walmart didn't build in the city. Yeah, they didn't build in the city here until recently. Not in Atlanta, anyway. I don't know about where y'all see it. They, they wouldn't put a Walmart in the city of Atlanta for nothing. Here recently, I guess they, I don't know. That was in the Eastport. It's the closest one to me. 
that's right down the street from me, so I go there and, uh, you know, it's funny how, uh, one thing about Walmart, uh, talking about raising their employees' uh, minimum wage up to over $10 an hour. It's going to be up to $15 an hour over three years, I believe, which is fantastic for the workers. You know, I got to pay people a decent wage, but then I understand where the companies have to stay in business if they can't make no money. Uh, if the overhead is too high, they can't uh, function. It's, you know, has to be some kind of happy medium. Uh, but you can't just have uh, the, the top uh, management of the company making all the money without paying the uh, workers. So, uh, yeah, it looks like it's, uh, in this case, it's a big, rich company, Walmart, and looks like they're doing the, doing the right thing. They want to do the right thing. Um, I applaud them. I applaud them on this effort. Yeah. And more, more, more uh, companies are starting to come around. That's all. Uh, uh, that's all. Uh, Due to the effort of this president, this president's been talking about uh, minimum wage since he's been in office, and I, I uh, applaud him for that. And, uh, corporations are starting, are starting to uh, come around. They are starting to come around. So I'll uh, I do quite a bit of shopping at Walmart still. Since they're uh, turning into a pretty good uh, corporate citizen, they're supposed to be a person. So the Supreme Court says somebody says. I don't know how how they got to be a person. I don't know, y'all. Don't don't start me on that. But uh, you just got to be careful with with, uh, some of the name brands, making sure you uh, don't don't confuse uh, George with uh, Georgios. Those are two different companies. Those are two different companies, though. I see where Cory Booker, Cory Booker of New Jersey, a liberal Democrat, and, uh, 
some senator out of Utah, uh, is it Utah or Oklahoma, a co-sponsor of infrastructure deal. I think it's dealing with rail. That's good. I think Cora Booker's going to do pretty good while he's there in the Senate. I think that guy is going to, that guy is going to get, uh, he's going to do pretty good. Uh, but I mean, Somebody, somebody keep uh, sending. <clears throat> what is I've uh, 
it's a two-way street <laughs> when it comes to uh, communicating uh, with them. They have to, uh, at times, communicate on my level, which I'm sure is just as uh, challenging for them, you know, going that way. But uh, I'm having the best of times. You know, this summer I'm taking music appreciation in the uh, U.S. government. I've always, I've had so much, I did so much on the U.S. government, and I feel as though I'm pretty, pretty well versed in uh, the workings of uh, the government of this country, this state. So that should, uh, that should go pretty, that should go pretty well for me. Uh, I'll know, <laughs> I'll know in about a month. Just how it's gonna go, but looks like it's gonna be a, a fun summer. I'm only taking two courses, six hours, three hours each. So I'm trying to knock it down. Like I said, I, I've got uh, I've got another algebra course to take here in the fall. That's gonna be my main challenge. And then I'm taking Espanol, taking a little Espanol. Uh, some one of the anchors there. I, I, I think he was a little over overboard there when he tried to trip up Tia Cruz. Tia Cruz does not speak Spanish, although he his father's from Cuba. He don't speak Spanish. Uh, uh, and the announcer tried to uh, him him up on that, which I thought was a little. I mean, if you know the guy don't speak Spanish, <laughs> why, <laughs> why uh, try to uh, score some points there? You know, and I don't like Tia Cruz. I mean, I wouldn't try to hate him up like that because he don't speak Spanish. Hell, I'm from Africa. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't speak no African dialect. But uh, <laughs> I know it's a little different here, y'all. Of course, they called him out on it. The conservative media, they went off on the reporter. George Stephanopoulos uh, donated $75 million to the Clinton Foundation. 25000 a year for the last three years. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's his money. But then, you know, it get to be political. Uh, what kind of access do you got? The guy used to work for the Clintons. That's where he came from, George Stephanopoulos, when he was a young fellow working for Bill Clinton and his administration. So I can see where there would be a little, uh, it would seem uh, kind of odd. But, you know, I think the guy would be straight up. I don't think he'd be influenced at all about uh, how he went through the interview. But then maybe he can't help it. Maybe that close to, uh, the candidate. Can you really help it? Can you really help it? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can. Maybe you can. But uh, hmm. 
safe. The Republicans is all over this guy. Now, <laughs> what kind of neutrality do you think uh, Sean Hannity or somebody would uh, uh, have? Yeah, the same amount. The same amount, you know, not very much. Not very much. So, I don't know. I'm still impressed with the. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at cars though. I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I told you about a half was in an accident, so we car shopping. And I'm. Uh, I've got uh, sticker shock. I haven't bought a new car y'all since when? 2003, I guess it was. This is the last time I bought a new car. I bought a couple of used cars since then, but I won't buy a new car again probably. Uh, but I, I will consider a, a used car. In a couple of years, I think I'll be buying me a used uh, K900, that Kia. Yeah, I said a Kia. <laughs> that Korean car. <laughs> uh, when I test drove that thing the other day, that is uh, quite an automobile, yeah. Now, it's just new. It's new in the market. I don't know how how it's going to hold up in two years. The thing may have been uh, falling apart, but uh, the next car I get, I believe, is going to be a Kia K900. I was very impressed with it, so I'm going to keep an eye on it, and then uh, when I get ready to make my move, <laughs> when uh, y'all start buying my book, Go out there to my site, hushmoblack.com, y'all, and check out my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. It's timely. Uh, it's just a light on uh, where we're at today That's in terms of economic inequality between uh, the different communities here in the country, especially American African descent. Uh, I uh, 
$77 per month for 24 months. Come on, y'all. Stop it. Stop, stop the craziness. <laughs> stop the craziness. <laughs> yeah. Let's get away from that. That's that's too much. That's too much shenanigans there, yeah. What is this here? Uh, ultra. You sound ultimate. Twenty-three thousand. Some of these things sound so good. You look at these things in the paper, and then you get to the dealer. Like, what? What? What are you looking for? <laughs> right. Eighty-five hundred dollars. That Maxima is a good car, that now. Fully loaded. Hmm. It's a pretty good price there. $8,500 off. Wow, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Hmm. Fully loaded. Well, we're just in the early stages of uh, car shopping. And like I said, I've already had sticker shop. But uh, I don't know why. Everything, everything costs money. Everything costs money, huh? A lot of it. But you know the hushman's on a set income here. I've got a I've got a, I've got to stay within uh I've got to stay within my budget because I ain't uh I don't plan on uh <laughs> I don't I don't plan on getting out here uh trying to make a whole bunch of money no more. Not working. I might hit the lottery. Yeah, I'll play around that. I'll, I'll just hit the lottery and uh, buy me that K9, that K900 for, buy me that K900. That's what I'll do. Playing on that, playing, playing, playing around, giving me my ultimate retirement car. Got a great, uh, a lot of conventions coming to town starting this weekend, Labor Day. Uh, the Labor Memorial Day, excuse me, coming up next weekend through the summer here. We've got focus every just about every weekend somebody's here. Somehow somebody saw fit to book Chaka Khan and Sheila E on the same concert one one weekend this summer. Now I hope they got somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> 
coming to on that same show. Cause <laughs> both of those both of those entertainers has a uh has a history of uh not showing up. Uh <laughs> has a history of not showing up. For various reasons. Now a lot of it could be legitimate. Uh but Chaka Chaka's got a and one of, she's one of my favorite entertainers too, by the way. Chaka Khan, no doubt. But uh she 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 has a, a history of uh for whatever reason, uh not showing up at a lot of her uh, scheduled uh, events. You know, think uh, Mr. Plane or Mr. Train or whatever, you know, different, uh, I suppose, different uh, legitimate, some of them, reasons, but uh, just an awful record. I, I sure would hate to buy it, to buy a ticket up front, depending on uh, Chaka Khan and uh, Sheila E to show up. Now, if they already on stage <laughs> and go down there and buy a ticket, then you know. Uh, or the day of the concert, say, yeah, Chaka's in town. You, you know, you can go buy that ticket then. Yeah. Go buy that ticket then. Oh, yeah, me and Chaka go back a long way, back to the days of Rufus. And uh, what was that jam they uh, sang uh, with Rufus? Uh, yeah. Tell me something new. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's about uh, 8.32 in the ATL. There you are. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. You got me to hush more. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Sometime out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Uh, we don't really like to go there. We like to keep everything on the even keel as best we can. We advocate, advocate for social justice on behalf of American Americans. Not because we don't love everybody, we do. Just by extension, we happen to be from that community. And no one knows we need all that. Advocacy, we can get. She was talking about doing a a movie on the Atlanta child murders. Y'all remember uh, the the that story back in the nineties when there was looked like somebody's killing a a young black girl in Atlanta about every week and wound up uh, prosecuting this one guy Wayne Williams, sending him to jail for life. There's still some doubt as to whether he committed all those murders or not. But uh, they got a uh, documentary on that, uh, trying to uh, still make sense of exactly what happened there. Uh, we, we we don't know. We don't know. We'll ever uh, know exactly. What happened? We don't know if we'll ever know exactly what happened. Uh, makes for good reading, but a good uh, conversation. But uh, I don't. I don't really believe that uh, Wayne Williams killed all those people. All those kids. He was no doubt a, a strange, a strange fellow. Uh, had all kind of issues with his elderly parents. I don't mean that'll make him a a murderer, but uh, it does. Uh,
We uh. Trying to uh, come to grips with uh, the politics here in Georgia. Um, they had the article where some 571,000 uh, Georgians has registered uh, over the last year for the Affordable Care Act here in Georgia. Folks who prior did have insurance, and it's just a shame that uh, the Republicans here in the state refused to expand Medicaid. Uh, we got some yo-yo talking about he's fighting uh, uh, Obamacare with his last breath. But why? Why? Uh, it's never. No one's ever explained why it is that uh, the Republicans here in Georgia is fighting. Uh, the affordable health care uh, with a last breath. Why? <laughs> Why would it's going to uh, 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 be beneficial to some still 600,000 Georgians uh, here in the state who don't have uh, health insurance or fall into this gray area where uh, they are right on the outside of uh, Medicaid and uh, yet uh, make too much income to uh, get some assistance from the government. Why is uh, anyone opposed to that? Why is anyone opposed to that? I, I, that's beyond, and why would anybody, is why is anybody still voting these people in office? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, these ain't all just uh, Americans who African descent, you know, not here in Georgia. These are a lot of uh, cross-section of uh, Georgia citizens, white, black, and whatever, uh, proportionately uh, uh, um, affected by uh, uh, the Republicans not uh, expanding Medicaid, the citizens of this state proportionately affected by that, negatively uh, affected by it. Michelle Nunn and Jimmy Carter didn't run on that with all their might. I don't know. I still don't understand what kept them from uh, inviting this Democratic president to the state of Georgia to excite the voters to get out and vote for him. It could have made all the difference in the world. I believe. some reason they thought they'd be able to get the black vote out without uh, without uh, calling the Democratic president to the state to, to help fight that uh, base of the party. It could have been all the difference in the world. In that Senate race, now that's joking we got up there now, we ain't heard anything from him yet. We haven't had a word out of, of this Purdue fellow that we put it that state of Georgia put up there uh, yet. Not in my neighborhood. We haven't heard a positive thing this guy has done for the state of Georgia since he's been up there. Now you're 
maybe one positive thing that you have done for the citizen of this state since you've been in, uh, up in the Senate here.
our young folks a second language starting about kindergarten. Uh, we should start teaching our kids a second language, demanding that they learn a second language is critical uh, to uh, remain competitive. Uh, this is a nation as a whole. It's not just uh, uh, the black community or the white community. This is America's uh, nation as a whole. Uh, should start uh, demanding, requiring that uh, our young folks learn a second language uh, from the first day they enter school. A second language should be uh, on the agenda from kindergarten on. And I think that that would uh, put us in a, a much better place competitively in the world. Uh, 20, 30 years down the road from now. Uh, it can do nothing but help us uh, in a uh, shrinking uh, world. This shrinking world that we live in, it can do nothing but help us, sure. I hope that uh, uh, that uh, we are uh, we move in that direction uh, from an educational standpoint. Uh, we got we got to be competitive. And uh, why we're the only country in the world who thinks English is uh, the only language spoken? <laughs> so as uh, people leave this country, we are we are at a disadvantage. That's one of the reasons I'm taking Spanish here starting. Uh, the fall semester in school. I definitely want to. I wish I had a, a, a taken it when I was a kid or, you know, a long, long time ago. Uh, it's never too late. Uh, it's never too late. Yeah, I think it's so critical that uh, for our young folks to master a second language. Uh, let's see what else is on here. Are we trying to warn American news? Is that news or is that uh, polit political commentary, right-wing political commentaries? What I've uh, ascertained so far about uh, one American news <laughs> is right-wing commentary is right wing commentary so I can see as Uh, it's pretty interesting uh, 
uh, has, has a pretty hard to take on me. You know, y'all ever check Al Jazeera? Somehow, the politics of the country is so crazy right now. 
I, I'm afraid uh, nothing's going to change until uh, 2016, and then we're going to have a real showdown. We're going to have well, the Republicans already we know that they're going to have a real knockout uh, fight within the party. Hey y'all, that's just about going to do it for the Hushmore here. We we'll uh, be right back here uh, this coming Thursday, the 21st. Same time, same place. Uh, Seven o'clock on the blog talk radio here. Uh, Seven p.m. Thursday. Until then, y'all uh, be good and ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum www.blogtalkradio.com